I gotta be real with you on something. And I know you're probably listening to this and saying, Denise, you're always real about certain things. But okay, I'm gonna get even more real with you about something. For over 15 years, 15 years, I wasted my time. I played a lot of games with myself about things I wanted to do, places I wanted to go, people I wanted to meet, opportunities I wanted to realize. And if I had to be really transparent with you, I wasn't serious about it. And the reason why was because I didn't master my time. I didn't understand the value that came from persistent work and valuing myself. And so what I want to do in this conversation today is I want to talk about it from an angle that you may not have heard of it. I'm not going to talk about calendars and discipline, but I want to talk about the philosophy of why we don't use the currency that is time in the most effective way and how you can be able to transform how you run your life right now and take you from where you are to where you want to be. If you're interested in that kind of conversation, I'm all about it. And we're going to dive right into it coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. And I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And I am what you would call bluntly very blunt, very honest, very straight to the point. And the reason why is because so many of us have been playing games with our health, our healing, our sense of common stability that you don't have any more time. By the time people reach me and start talking with me, they're literally at their wit's end with their life not going the direction that they need to go. So instead of giving you cheesy platitudes of just believe in yourself and everything can be happening for you if you just have a positive mindset I'm just gonna be like flat out and say honey we need to get over ourselves and just get this one moving so you can live the life that you are designed and destined to be that is what the introverted entrepreneur podcast is all about so if you are new and you're like whoa this is a breath of fresh air make sure you smash that follow subscribe button wherever you're listening that way as soon as I drop an episode which is usually on Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays you'll be able to listen to a lickety split and for all my homeboys and homegirls, my gals, my ga- guys who have been listening and have been enjoying this conversation, let's take it online via social media. Check me out on X Twitter, Denise G. Lee. There I am just in your face with tons of love, but with a lot of truth about how you can be able to improve your relationships, how you can communicate better, how you can be able to explore what health and healing really looks like. And I'm always excited about interacting with with you guys. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit that follow button on Twitter X. There you can literally tag me, ask me a question. I'm very active there. I'm not on LinkedIn. I'm not on Facebook. I mean, you may see like articles of me flowing around those places. But if you want to actually interact with me, that Twitter X, that's where you need to find me. And also, if you haven't done so already, check out my website, denisegelee.com. There you'll be able to read science-backed articles that back up the claims that I have, as well as psychological insights, other very interesting things about how to, again, communicate with yourself, communicate with other people, how to be able to explore the reasons behind some dysfunctional interactions you may have had with 
relatives, friends, family members of the past or <coughs> the present, there you'll be able to get a lot of good resources that will help you. Also, you can be able to get one of my courses, inquire about coaching with me if that's something that interests you. All fun stuff that you can reach at denisegli.com. And lastly, if you are interacting with me on Spotify or Anchor, check out anchor.fm slash denisegli. There you'll be able to write a comment Send me a voicemail message there. I love listening to messages and I would like to air one of these messages one of these days. So if you are interested (laughs) in giving yourself some press, make sure you let me know in the the message or voicemail message, whether or not I have permission to air your message, say in the beginning or the end, because I don't want to chop up a bunch of stuff. Just want to hear your message. So go ahead and check that out. And with that, let's just get in straight into the message for today. I was sitting on the couch with my boy the other day, and we were talking about different programs on YouTube and whatnot. And my son said, YouTube is awesome. You get to watch all these things for free. And I paused and I looked at him. I said, baby, it's not free, boo-boo. If people don't have your money, they want your time. Time is the universal currency because that is how careers are built or destroyed is based on time. And we see how time is used in exchange for money all the time. For example, think about housekeepers that clean up your house so you can go and earn more money at their job. Or about the mechanic. Do you want to change your brake pads and your your oil all the time? Or think about when you go to the the department store or go online, you buy clothes. You know, once upon a time, our ancestors sewed up our, our clothes. There was no such thing as going to the store to buy clothes. You made your own clothes. Or even think about ready to eat prepared meals when you go to the grocery store. Or heck, now we've got companies like DoorDash and all these other places that will deliver food to your house. You can just start clicking buttons on your phone or on your tablet, computer, whatever, and poof, food shows up in an hour or so. Maybe even less, depending on the service. But the point I'm trying to make is that we are using time as currency all the time. But we don't really see the cost because... It seems as if we have endless time until we don't. Think about a part of your life where you have been telling yourself for years you're going to get to it. You're going to get some support in a specific area of your life. And then you said, well, I'll get to it in a day or I'll save up for it. But if you were really honest with yourself, you have really no intention of doing it. You think that somehow through enough experience that you can just figure it out on your own. And Lord knows I try to figure it out all on my own because I, I don't know about you, but in my mind, I think I'm so super smart that with enough time, I can figure it out. But what really ends up happening is I ended up avoiding it. I procrastinate. And then it gets even more worse and even more sloppy. The other day, I was talking with my husband about something, specifically about my past. And I told him, I said, you know, even though 
I, I'm in my 40s right now. I can't believe it. I'm now really starting to talk with clarity about things that happened to me in my early adolescence. And it wasn't because I forgot it. What was because, for whatever reason, I thought that with enough time, I could be healed of it and it wouldn't be a big deal. And so my question to you is, what specific area are you sabotaging yourself? Today, we're going to be talking about time. And I don't want to talk about, as I mentioned in the intro of this conversation, about whether or not, okay, let's just get yourself a calendar and we'll put deadlines on it and we will have an accountability partner to hold your feet to the fire to make sure that you get certain things done. Like, I'm not about that conversation. I know there's probably tons of gurus out there who are all about micromanaging and like getting everything down to the the, the minute, the, the second, the microsecond of making sure that everything gets done. I don't want to talk about that. But what I do want to talk about is the cost of how you use your time. I want to talk about your fears. And I want to talk about the reasons why we don't use our time. Because if we get really to the straight of the heart of it, then it melts away the avoidance, the procrastination, and all the other things that really undermine everything that we want to be doing. I remember, as I'm, as I'm speaking to you, I, I remember one particular conversation I had with this with a coworker 15 years ago, and I said to this particular coworker, I said, you know, as soon as I retire, then I'm going to be an entrepreneur. By then, I'll have my pension, and by then, I'll be able to have lots of work experience, and then I'll be qualified to be an entrepreneur because I'll have everything worked out. I have my security blanket in place, and I can be able to take care of myself even if my business falls apart. I bet on time that had no guarantee it would manifest. I was making lots of assumptions within that statement that I would have a great career, that I would have tons of money saved up, that I would have I would be in a place energetically where I would still be in bi- interested in being a business owner 20, 30 years from now. There was a lot of assumptions. And so as I'm thinking about this and I'm talking with you about this, do you have a lot of assumptions about what things are going to be in the future? That everything's going to be lined up magically? Because I thought that way. I, I, <laughs> I really thought that way that somehow if I took my current mindset of feeling insecure and not wanting to confront my inner demons, that somehow magically in 15, 20 years, I was going to wake up and be confident and wanting to put myself, myself and my money on the line and to be able to grow out of business. Now, that sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud. But how many people silently harbor those thoughts in their minds, thinking that somehow with enough time, they'll be able to do more for themselves in the future than what they can do for today. And that's a sneaky, sneaky lie that we tell ourselves. Look, inside of us, we have a little inner saboteur that wants nothing more but to burn down our lives and just do chaos and confusion and destruction. 
and we sabotage ourselves in so many different ways. Today, we're going to be talking about time. I'm going to be talking about other different areas, but for right now, I want to zoom in on time because for a lot of us, we don't really see how it's costing us because of the core idea of I don't feel worthy that causes us to do so many self-destructive ways and time is one of those ways. And since I'm hitting the time machine portal, I want to still stay back in that time frame of me 15, 15 years ago when I was sitting and thinking that magically, without any real plan of action, a real course, or any accountability, that I was going to somehow become a successful business owner in 15 to 20 years. I, I don't even know how I was thinking that. But whatever, I was thinking that. I remember thinking about the people that I was surrounding myself during that time frame. And they were, <laughs> guess what, guys? You surround yourself with people that mirror and match the feelings that you have about yourself. It's by no accident. So as I say these things, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, I was superior and I was above all these, all these people. I was slumming it right alongside with them. It was just that my junk was different than their junk, but it was on the same level of junk, if that makes any kind of sense. My trash was A, their trash was B, but we were on still level one of trash. Meaning that we all were facing our same emotional level of intelligence, which was pretty darn low. But anyway, I'm thinking about one particular girl, well, actually young young woman at the time. I'll just call her Carrie. And she Carrie was a single mother. Well, maybe still is. I don't know her situation. I haven't seen her in years. And by the way, I'm not using real names because... This is sensitive stuff. But anyway, Kara's single mother. We we met at my my last corporate job and she lived in a one bedroom apartment with her daughter. She shared a bedroom with her, her daughter and she wasn't really making a lot of money, but she was she still had a it was enough. It was decent enough to support her and her and her daughter. And I remember trying to figure out a time for us to kind of hang out when her daughter was going to be with her father and we could just hang out. And she said, well, you know, Denise, I don't really like making plans. I kind of like doing things spur of the moment. I don't want to be held down because certain things might be popping up and I don't want to miss out. So if I'm free and you're free, let's figure out something to do with one, with one another. And do you know how many times I hung out with that person? Which was a big fat zero. Nothing was scheduled because nothing was planned. And because nothing was planned, nothing was created. And I, as I'm thinking about this as a grown woman, <laughs> 15 plus years later, I realized the fact that if she had that kind of energy with me, right, when she was having fun time, imagine the kind of energy that she was putting into her work, how much effort she put into her raising her daughter, how much she taught, she put in with her romantic efforts. Now you may say, well, Denise, that's, whoa, you're, you're, you're making a huge generalization. She could be more disciplined, but is she really? Cause look, here's the thing. Now, when I think about how I use my time, when I'm at, when I'm at play, I'm mastering it. I have an idea. I have an objective. I want certain things to happen and I'm not going to stop until I feel good about the outcome of my playtime. 
that so it goes with all other areas of your life. Are you mastering how you use all areas of your time? Your playtime, your work time. And I really doubt that Carrie in that situation was really mastering how she lived her life. Because think about it. She had problems in her romantic relationship. I came to find out later that she wasn't really making a lot in her job. She wasn't winning because she wasn't mastering her time. And this isn't meant as you're listening to this, like, oh, Denise, you're trying to make me feel bad. I'm not mastering my time. My life is a hot mess right now. I mean, sweetheart, this is not about making you feel bad. This is about giving you the information so that you can be able to get over yourself and win. And for a lot of us, if we were going to be really honest, if we were going to be really real about it, the reason why it feels so darn scary to master our time because it takes us into a space and a place where we didn't feel good about being people, being a human being, an imperfect human being. Perhaps you had a very critical and controlling parent. Your mom was always telling you about what you should be doing or your dad was always forcing you to study all the time and you had no play time. Perhaps you just resented the fact that they were very critical about the way you thought, the decisions that you made. And as an adult, you said, well, you know, what? all y'all can go to hell. I'm going to do whatever I want to. And if I go up in flames, then that's just my prerogative. And some of you guys are right now still living in oppositionality to what your parents they might have the best of intentions at the time, okay, said to you. And let's let's heal those wounds. Let's heal those wounds. Because if we don't heal those wounds about how we didn't feel like we had a voice, how we didn't feel cared for, how we didn't feel respected as as children, as we were trying to develop our voice... We're going to inadvertently sabotage again and again and again. We're going to look to our clients or to our, if we're still at the work, the job, our bosses or anyone that we put in authority figure as foes we need to vanquish. And we do that by screwing up our own lives. And that's something that needs to be healed. That something needs, needs to be worked at. I have interviewed lots of authors this year and I'm recording this in November 2023 putting the date stamp on this but anyway one particular author I remember really struck my heart was Ruth Polanski she wrote the book Journey of the Self Memoir of an Artist and this woman had psychotic episodes for over 30 plus years I can't even imagine that but anyway she was painfully honest about her desire to not take herself seriously. And part of the reason was because she had a very controlling father figure and she had an absentee mother. And she just believed that the only way she could feel loved and had attention was if things were just kind of falling apart. And if we got even deeper about it, she didn't believe that she was even worthy of putting her life in the right direction. Because 
she had so many bouts of psychotic episodes, it really rocked her sense of self, rocked her sense of her whole personal identity. And so my heart goes out to all the, the people who are listening, including myself. I'm just giving myself a big warm hug and think about all the times where I struggled with my own mental health. And then people looked at me as a screw up so that I believed that I was a screw up because, well, let me just live up to the expectations of screwing up because, well... I guess I have a track history. Let's just keep this train going. And so if we're going to be mastering our time, if we're going to outsmart our inner saboteur and understand that, wait a minute, I have a choice. I am an autonomous person. I am more than what I did in the past. I want you to start asking yourself right now this really important question. Are you living up to the low expectations from people of the past? Or are you living up to the person that you know that you become? You can become. Because that's really all that matters right now. So it doesn't really matter what I got to say. I'm just a random person on the internet talking. <laughs> Who cares what I got to say? What do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about yourself? That's really what that matters. And if you need to cry some big, ugly, nasty tears right now, let it hurt and let it hurt real good. Because for a lot of us, we're not honest with ourselves and say, you know what? My dad was mean as hell. He didn't understand the fact that I had dreams about doing certain things in my life. He didn't care to even ask myself because he was tormented himself because of the pain that he didn't resolve. Hurt people hurt people. So right now, the fact that you're not doing the things that you're doing in part because you didn't feel loved and supported by the people who were supposed to love and support you, what I want you to do is ask yourself right now, is hurting yourself really helping you feel empowered? Is it really right now? Because if we were to be honest with ourselves, those people that thought nothing of us they're not doing anything to help us anyway even if they say oh well I mean well some of them are just mean as hell and are just so self-consumed with their own inner demons their own inner critic they can't be able to be honest with our with themselves okay so I'm I'm constantly reading different things and I'm reading currently this book everything you need by Dr. David Jeremiah and I'm on page 90 of his book when he's talking about how we inadvertently screw up relationships because of pain from the past. And she's actually, uh, Dr. Jeremiah is actually quoting another person's book. It was called You Can Break That Habit and Be Free by Rufan Garlock. And in the book, Ruth is confronted about her own inner critic that is, was ruining her relationships. Quote, I was so busy keeping pace with a home, husband, three children, and volunteer work, I seldom had time to enjoy life, she said. Trying to follow up on everyone's work to put things in apple pie order, whether at home, at church, or my children's, children's school, exhausted me. When Peggy began realizing how judgmental she was, she resolved to change but being critical wasn't an easy habit to break. 
time and again she'd be pleasant for a few days then at the worst possible moment criticism flew from her mouth like a dagger one day her husband questioned whether or not she even liked him quote i married you didn't i peggy snapped that's when she realized she had to do more so a lot of us right now if we are to be honest with ourselves the reason why we aren't using our time is because our time is being spent blaming ourselves, blaming other people, not seeing things for how it is, rather how we would like it to be, and we're screwing up relationships, we're screwing up our potential, and if we are going to conquer that inner saboteur, we're going to have to be very honest with ourselves. And so I'm, I'm back in the book. So she, Peggy was talking about the author about how she was going to work through her inner conflict. And part of it was being honest about how she was feeling. All right. Quote, for example, when Peggy's husband didn't show up on time, she later shared with him the panic she felt as a child when she was separated from her parents. It was an enlightening conversation that brought the two closer. Gradually, Peggy was making progress in her family circle, but she was having less success outside of the home. The book by Peggy Garla goes more into detail, but what I want to do is pause and ask yourself, are we being honest about the, this nexus, the source of why we're avoiding certain things, or why we're feeling critical, or why we are avoiding things that will help us? Is it because it's not about the money, let's be real, because we can make money if we want to. Is it about confronting how we were abandoned or neglected or avoided by people that we really held high regard? What is it really? I, I'm thinking right now about uh, an old client of mine that as soon as we were hitting a certain point, where we were making progress in her work, she always had to do something. It was her kids or it was her business or it was just something coming up. And I just asked her flat out, like what every single time we're hitting a it feels like we're we're right about at a point a that can change a pivot point. Every, so, something happens and we always backslide. And I remember just looking at her. She had no words for me. But I think we already knew the answers because she didn't believe that she was worthy of healing. And that's why she sabotaged her time again and again and again. Is that you right now? Are you sabotaging your time because you didn't feel loved and cared for by the people that needed to? Or perhaps... Every time the people that cared about you were saying critical, nasty things. And you modeled that with other people thinking that was an appropriate way to behave with people. Regardless of what it is, I want to support you. So I'm going to leave my course link, Amazing Attitude, in the show notes below. Because that really gets deeper into how we can confront those feelings from the past. But for right now, I want you to know that the people who were around you, I wouldn't even going to sit here and say that they meant you no harm. They basically were treating you the way that they were treated. 
the question that you have to ask yourself right now is, is it really something that you want to continue for yourself and others carrying those messages? And if not, now is the time to evaluate the cost of holding on to that in terms of time. Because for a lot of us, we're not evaluating the cost of it. And that's why we're letting it go for years and decades in that pain. And so confronting the why of you're not using your time has to include resentment from controlling parent figures, academia, whoever, who had a huge influence of your life. It involves investigating how you feel about yourself. Is your worth high? It involves understanding why you feel as if you're missing out on opportunities when the reality is that the only thing you're missing out is is opportunities within your own personal development confronting why you may be lazy let's just be real maybe someone's listening right now and just like i it's not like i i don't see the value i just don't want to do it and it goes back again with your worth are you worthy of yourself? Are you worthy to be able to be doing the right things for the right reasons and not just trying to blow up things or avoid things because of pain from the past? It's only a question that you have to ask yourself, okay? Now, I just want to kind of summarize everything we're talking about. Again, my course, Amazing Attitude, goes in more detail. But for the purpose of our time with one another, understand that... Time is currency. Don't let anyone deny that. The way you can be able to understand the true cost is whether or not it's helping you go towards or away. And a lot of us have this magical thinking that somehow with enough time, we'll just kind of evolve into where we need to be. That's not how it works, sweetheart. It works by you being able to do minute by minute steps that push you towards becoming the best person you could be and away from the low expectations of other people from the past or perhaps even the present things of you and talking about people from the past or even the present a lot of them are that have said hurtful damaging things which made you want to avoid or deny they have their own issues they have their own pain and instead of being honest with you and saying, like, I'm feeling insecure or I'm feeling afraid or I'm feeling scared, they rather just cover it over with criticism and complaints. And that's a lot of healing they need to do on their part. And nobody's job is trying to heal anybody. Your job is to be accountable to yourself and to ask yourself right now, am I making the most of my time right now? Am I? Or am I not? That's a question that you have to ask yourself. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, please make sure you share it. Please connect with me on social media, X at Denise Lee. And again, if you haven't done so, make sure you hit that follow subscribe button. Well, understand in, in closing that it's not so much about how you use your time about how much you value yourself because that my friend is the best currency that will take you not just for right now in this for time but for eternity and to be helping others okay well that's it all right until next time take care and be awesome